cool friends. It's me, Adrian, or Aiden. Either way, I am still your host, and you are still listening to Susto, a podcast of uh, ooky, spooky, scary stories. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming back. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome. You're not too late to the party. Just uh, make sure that you go back and listen to episode one, where I talk about the story of La Llorona. Uh, not La Llorona, La Llorona, uh, otherwise known as the sobbing woman for my English speakers. So yeah, really happy to have you all here today. I have a cute little story to tell you today. This is another story that I grew up hearing. It's one of my favorite stories to read. And I hope you all, one, remember it in a nice way, or two, if you don't remember it, then hopefully you enjoy this rendition of it. I do my best to pull from different sources because there's different versions of the story as happens with many stories but I went ahead and like I said just tried to pull from different variations and tried to stay true to the version that I heard growing up. So today I will be telling you the story of Dancing with the Devil. Friday the 13th 1979 which coincidentally happened to be a good Friday a holiday in which people of the Catholic faith commemorate the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and his death at Calvary. A young woman named Magdalena had high hopes of going to Boccaccio 2000, a popular club in McAllen, Texas. But her strictly religious parents forbid her from doing so, calling the club a place of sin and for the devil. However, Magdalena had different plans. Tired of a pious life of obedience, she decided to lie to her parents. She told them she'd be attending a late mass with friends, when in reality, she could already hear the disco music. Once her mother was busy enough, she slipped on a sparkling dress and made her way out. Magdalena had always refused the attention of admirers because of her religious upbringing and the warnings of her parents, but her parents weren't there that night. The night was going just as Magdalena dreamt it would. For a moment, she broke away from the crowd to grab a drink. Suddenly, a hush went over the sounds of the club. She looked up from her drink and standing in front of her was a strikingly handsome man dressed in all black. Dance with me, he said to her. Magdalena replied with a quiet yes. He whisked her away onto the dance floor. It was as if only they existed for a moment, but that moment was broken by shrieks and screams. As Magdalena came out of a trance-like state, she could see and hear onlookers pointing and screaming at the couple. His feet! Look at his feet! Magdalena looked down and saw that her dance partner's feet were a goat's hoof and a chicken's claw. She had been dancing with the devil. By the time the music went quiet and bouncers made it to her, the man vanished, leaving behind only a scent of sulfur, and she fainted. Magdalena was rushed to the hospital for burns that were left on her body where the devil held and caressed her. One guard from Boccaccio reports the heavy metal doors of the club swinging open after the incident, but convincing himself it was the wind, as nothing appeared to open the doors. Others say the club was destined for an encounter with evil due to the fact that the company who owned the club, Edwin Bush Incorporated, shared its name with a confessed murderer. Now, there is only an empty lot where the club used to be, perhaps waiting for a brave soul to rebuild a club where the devil can dance again.
Okay. So I know that one was a short one, but it's like a short and like effective story to me. I really loved hearing that story growing up, um, which maybe tells you a lot about who I am as a person now. But um, again, love these stories. Um, And like last time, I wanted to look into... I guess, like the historical context, just to see if what I could find, see what I could connect to this story. And again, um, there was a few connections that I could find. So one of the first stories that I was able to find similar to this was a story from 1875 um, that happened in Danzig, Germany. And the story goes for this one that on um, the last Sunday before Lent, um, a servant woman went to confession and communion. And uh, despite, again, her mother, her parents telling her, like, you know, stay in, don't go out, don't do don't do sin, I guess. Um, she didn't listen to these warnings and she ended up going out to a ballroom situated in her little suburb in that area of Germany. And again, something similar happened where handsome stranger approached her, asked her for a dance and that people noticed that there was something off about this stranger. However, the difference in this one is that there was there was a band playing and uh, one of the musicians noticed it. And instead of, I guess, like making like a huge deal of it and like freaking out and yelling, like in the story that I just told that he notified the other musicians and that uh, in the middle of the waltz that they were playing, they started playing a religious hymn. And that sort of like broke whatever trance the devil had this girl under. And so, yeah, the story goes is that they switched from playing a waltz to a hymn and the clock struck 12 and that the devil jumped out of the window with with the girl still in his arms. But uh, but the girl was just left on the grass. So I guess like the devil is trying to take her um, and he wasn't able to because they started playing this hymn. And so he had to leave her behind. So that's one version. Another version that I found online, and this one is more close to home, I guess. This one happened in San Antonio, but this one was on Halloween of 1975. So that was on the same year. No, no, no. It was four years before. So this one happened at the El Camaroncito nightclub off of Old Highway 90. So I don't know. San Antonio people, uh, if you recognize this. This one happened in that area. Um, and again, it's kind of the same story. A uh, girl goes to dance. Um, this one doesn't say anything about like religious upbringing or that the, that the, that the young woman disobeyed her parents. Um, but it does mention that, again, handsome stranger came in, got all the attention from the women, probably some men too, and that uh, he was a great dancer. And part of the story goes that he requested a cumbia, And so when he was dancing, people were like all eyes on him, of course, because he was a great dancer. Uh, But then people noticed that his feet were um, they were chicken's feet. They were chicken claws. And so, yeah, this is it's the tiniest difference. You know, the one that I told it's goat hoof and a chicken claw. This one is that they're both chicken claws. Um, But also this one is that he didn't try to, like, take a young woman that they were, he was just enjoying himself and people were like, uh, what the heck is going on? So apparently there's, there's lots of stories that start with the devil, like deceiving people, trying to blend in with groups of people. But usually he gets caught because I guess the lore is that the only part of his body that the devil cannot transform when he takes a human shape are his feet. And so that's always the giveaway. 
So one thing that I found really interesting was that in all the versions of these stories that I could find, the majority, if not all of them, at least were centered around a young woman disobeying her parents. And it's interesting now that I'm thinking about it, that like I grew up reading this story um, in elementary and I, I just I have to take it there because I'm that kind of person. But I think it's interesting that it's kind of like a I mean, it's obviously a warning for people or for kids to listen to their parents. But I think it's more of a warning for young women to listen to their parents and young women to be these really like conservative. You have to be religious and holy and you have to preserve your innocence. And I, it's one of those tropes and one of those narratives that is still perpetuated today in our culture as Mexican-Americans, as Latinx people. A lot of the time, women, especially young women in our culture, are told that they have to behave a certain way, that they have to uh, look a certain way, that they have to present themselves a certain way, express themselves a certain way. And if not, they can get in trouble for it. And so it's actually a little sad to hear this story because it's to me, it's a story of like this young woman, you know, lived all her life being a quote unquote good child to her parents, being an obedient child. And the one night that she tries to go out and have fun, uh, she tries to go out and just be a kid because I know a lot of us that did stuff worse than this or did the same thing and snuck out and went to have fun with our friends. But yeah, the one night that she tries to go out and enjoy herself, she ends up being attacked by the devil. So just something that I realized now that I didn't realize when I was a kid and something for hopefully you all to think about and to uh, keep in mind when you're telling this story, right? So, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Like I said, again, it's 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 a really short story, but I think it's really effective. It packs a punch. It's such a good story to hear and tell. And I hope you all enjoyed it, too. Uh, I'm going to be having some guests in the future. I actually already recorded episodes. I'm in the process of editing those. Really excited to share those with you because there are some great storytellers that I had on. But really quick, before I close this out, I do want to give some shout outs for putting this episode together. So I used a few different sources and I just want to make sure to credit them. Um, I, of course, had to use the book Stories That Must Not Die by Juan Savajo. Sava Don't know how to pronounce that. Really sorry. This is a book that I grew up with. A lot of you might know which book I'm talking about. It's just kind of like square. I mean, obviously square, but it's more square than rectangle is what I mean. It's um, it's this orange book and the letters are in black. It says really big stories that must not die. And then there's a sword on the right side of it. I know some of you know which book I'm talking about. Like this is like a staple in my elementary, which is funny that this book was in our elementary classes, but there it was. I grew up reading this book. I love it. I have the copy. I'm so glad that I stole it from my elementary. Anyway, uh, another book that I used was Bordelore by David Bowles. Um, big David Bowles fan, I guess, just because I'm a big fan of border uh, lore stories. Uh, this is like a modern updated version of that scary stories that must not die book. I really recommend this one. And I did have a few online sources. So I used, of course, Snopes to find those extra 
those the, the story about Germany and the story about San Antonio. And I also found a website online called true horror stories of Texas.com. Um, and this was an interview. I think that was done by the monitor and they spoke to a Mr. Danny Nava, who actually worked at that club Boccaccio 2000, uh, on the night that that happened. And so, uh, this is a pretty cool little retelling of it. And one more that I found online, this one, it's, it's just a website called AmericanFolklore.net, And this was like a very vague generic version of the story. So that's it for today. Thank you so much. Make sure that you like and share this episode. Um, you can listen to this episode again on netarjv.com, the Stitcher app, or on iTunes. If you want your story to be read on the show, um, you can do that by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and in the review, just type up your story and I'll read it on the show. And if you do not have iTunes, then you can go ahead and send me an email to adrian at netarjv.com and I will try to read it on the show. Again, thank you all so much. Really appreciate you all. Really love doing this. Um, please, please, please share this podcast far and wide and check out what else we're doing on netarjv.com. Thank you. See you later and don't dance with the devil. All right.